Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Is the Leaving Cert examination cruel though? You heard um, Eamon mention in the news the Association of Principals and Deputy Principals, their director, Paul Crone, says that we're, why are we still inflicting the cruel, outdated Leaving Cert on students? When we asked in 2019, is the Leaving Cert fair and does it accurately assess students? 96% of students said, said no. So what that what they're actually talking about there is that one-time terminal exam. The senior cycle curriculum at the moment is out of step with the preschool curriculum, the primary school curriculum, the junior cycle. And then we go into senior cycle, which is in preparation for the Leaving Cert. And students are basically told, uh, forget the way you've been learning before, forget about autonomous learning, forget about skills development. Now, take out your exam papers, we're preparing for the exam. Is, it, is the Leaving Cert cruel, Graeme? Um, broadly speaking, no. Um, does it need reform? Yes, because in relation to education, um, everything should always be evolving. It should always be improving. But, um, Mr. Crones, I'm, I'm assuming he'd be pushing more uh, akin to uh, continuous assessment in the junior shirt. Mm. Well, you that see this firsthand. You're, uh, you're, 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 a secondary, you're a secondary school teacher, Graeme. So like, you must see uh, the stress that the Leave Insert inflicts on yes, students. Look, Am I saying that, the leave, look, we've all done the Leaving Cert, and obviously for myself, I see people doing it year in, year out. I'll be uh, back in school again next week. Um, is it stressful? Yes. Is it difficult? Yes. Um, should there be ways to improve it? Yes. Is, let's turn it all into continuous assessment, so all you have now, instead of stress at the end of the exam, is stress throughout the whole thing. The solution? Absolutely not. The I'm assuming that Mr. Corn's uh, pushing is the uh, something akin to the model of the new junior shirt. The new junior shirt model is an inferior model. Why? If, because there's continuous assessment going through the whole year, so our, there are students who would then be aware if it's for their leaving cert. Constantly, they have different things coming up, and, oh, this is for my leaving cert, this is for my leaving cert, this is for my leaving cert. And that in itself is stress-inducing. So you're not removing the stress. What you're doing is spreading it out over a number of years instead of one time. Are either one ideal? No. But one stressful event are multiple, you know, you're just sitting exams over a couple of weeks. One stressful event, as opposed to years of stress, it's pretty clear which one is the lesser evil. And when it comes to when you, when you leave school and you go into the real world, I don't want to say too much of a lot like this, but the real world involves stress. The real world involves difficult experiences. School is doing you a disservice if it doesn't prepare you for that. Now, I'm very much in favour of anyone who can come up with, I'm sure, far better ideas than I would, of what would improve the leadership. Mm. No problem with that. Okay. Um, but the idea that it's, um, again, our education system, stacked up next to just about any education system on the planet, ranks very, very highly. We're not the best, but mm. we are very, very, very okay. highly ranked, even though we have one of the least investments of any country. Do you, David is with us as well, Graham. David, do you think the Leaving Cert is cruel? I do. Um, I welcome Graham's idea to try and improve it. But Graham, can I ask you a question then as a teacher? How many people do you think are doing the Leaving Cert that it simply doesn't suit them as an exam? They're just not academically minded, yet they've been forced down that track to come out with this bit of paper and say, look, I got it. Even if it's six or seven Ds in subjects, that's the bit oh, I'm, to, I'm confused yeah. about. Yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't argue against that. It, 
any one-size-fits-all model is not going to fit off. It can't. So should there be greater degree of flexibility and, and focus on other areas? Absolutely, of course. Yes. I mean, even myself, when I talk to leaders, I know someone else was talking about handwriting recently, which I won't even get into. But, um, I, I can't write. My handwriting is atrocious, and it's very, very slow. When I sat the exams, were there reams of more information that I could have put in? I knew the information. I just couldn't physically get it down on the paper at the same rate as other people. So if we... David, yeah, you, David, I mean, you, David, yeah, you would have noticed yeah. the the stress of you know the leave insert then on your own two kids who've who've gone through it. You know, like is there what could have reduced that stress, or how could we offer a better examination system to try and alleviate some of that for them? Okay, well, I had chalk and cheese. I had one child, a daughter who just loved school, wanted to be in there was quite happy with getting 95% in exams and was delighted with herself, right? My son, we had to drag him out of bed in the morning to go to school. Now, he was lucky enough in transition here that he got a... Um go on ahead, David. Lost David, have we? We'll get David back. Um, Graham, ju- just a, a quick point I wanted to ask you myself. Do you, what's your view on the, the A-levels where you have maybe students studying three or four subjects by comparison to the seven, you know, that, that we do for the leave insert? Um, obviously, uh, British system are doing it. Um, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on it um, because I haven't taught in that system, so I'm not. Um, what I would lean more towards, though, is that our education provi- uh, system provides more rounded education. If you're doing two or three subjects, you might be doing them at a greater depth. Mm. And I suppose if you know what you're doing after school Good and point. where you're going next, yeah. then maybe that's an advantage. But I know when I did my leaving cert, I didn't have a bull second notion what I was doing next. Um, I mean, I, I went off to college without a notion what I was doing yeah. next. So, particularly as well, you have the, uh, you know, you, you probably the option maybe to, you might be more inclined in the leave insert system to keep on, you know, you're obviously studying maybe a um, foreign language as well, whereas by comparison. Yeah. Unless you have an exemption or something. Yeah. David, you were telling us about the stress um, of the leave insert and your two kids and the difference between the two of them. Yeah, sorry, I don't know how much of that you got. But I had, my daughter really liked school, my son didn't. Right now, my son was lucky enough in transition year that he got a, a job, work experience for a week, loved it, stuck at it. He now does it professionally. He went back to college to, to do it as such. But again, I'm saying college. I actually think he did an apprenticeship. No disrespect to him if he's listening, but that was a much better system for him mm. to, to fit in. And my daughter's in Trinity and she's quite happy and she's plugging away at that. That's fine. But I just think there's about 25% of the kids doing exams that it really doesn't suit them. You can see them okay. going into school. I had a very interesting conversation with a teacher a while ago. She was pulling her hair out with a particular young fellow. He was about 15 years of age. He said, I can't get this guy to learn four lines of Shakespeare's sonnets. And I kind of looked at her very surprised. I said, hang on. Last weekend, I heard that guy stand up in front of 100 people and sing Bohemian Rhapsody word perfect. So there's something wrong there. You know? uh, yeah. That's what made me think okay. there has to be a better way of doing it. Okay. What about... Gray mentioned it. No, no, go on ahead, go on ahead. Gray mentioned earlier on about a kind of continuous assessment. I wonder, should we start that almost at primary school? Should they have, again, a six... Now, call it something different than an exam because that just scares to be Jesus out of some people. At six classes, they did it so that they knew coming into first year, well, this is what you're going to do at the end of every year. Mm. 
and you can you can find the problems then quicker. So when a child starts first year, they are picking subjects they may know nothing about when they leave primary school to go to secondary school. Let them do first year and let them do 15 different subjects. Okay. Let them find out what they want to learn and, and, and work on. And then at the end of second year, like when I was a young fella, you did your group set at the end of second year. Then you did your, your, the old intercert at third year. Okay. Then so you had yeah. the two years then to get ready for the leaving cert. But would it be, as Graham mentioned, trying to get a much broader base at the start? Let them. Now, again, I know not every 12 and 13 no, year old. And maybe to do too it. much then isn't, right. isn't, isn't for everybody either. What about you, Rebecca? Do you think it's the leaving cert cruel? Hi. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm now in my third year of college, so it hasn't been that long since I set the leaving cert myself, although I did get predicted grades. I was in the, in the COVID oh, you were the year. COVID, yeah. I was, yeah. I wouldn't, I, I'm not too sure if cruel is the word that I'd use to describe it, but I definitely think unfair and outdated would be an appropriate way of describing it. Um, I went to an extremely academic school where it was a pressure pot for high results. And, you know, the the end goal was get to third level education. You know, there was no talks about apprenticeships or entering, you know, the army or the guards or any kind of alternative rather than just everyone needed to go to university. And I think there was constant pressure on us as students. Um, And Graham mentioned that he reckons um, continuous assessment would just prolong the the stress. But to be honest, from my experience, the stress was never there from the second you entered fifth year. I can can honestly say there was someone crying or going home early every single day. The pressure was just absolutely immense. So is that pressure... from the from the school, I mean, is there is there is it an, an expectation from parents that the school will deliver? Um, I think it's just the culture in general. I think maybe it's comparison between students. Um, another big thing is is grind culture. Um, I was lucky that I was was supported by my parents. I was able to get extra tutoring on a weekly basis. But I think that there was people who are at an extreme disadvantage if that was something that wasn't available to them or they couldn't afford, you know, going to a a grind school in general or getting grinds on a weekly basis. Mm. Um, And I think it was just just from all aspects, you know, parents, teachers, and then just students in between us, um, the pressure was just, I think four years down the line, majority of my friends would say that they have never, ever, ever experienced something so stressful than studying and studying the leaving cert. I'm um, fascinated, Rebecca, about, you know, and, and look, it's not it's not probably overly surprising, being honest, but I mean, I am kind of fascinated that, and I, I don't know whether you went to, you know, what school or where you went or fee paying or not, but, but aside from all of that, like, there's no focus at all. There's never any mention about, you know, maybe some students might want to do an apprenticeship, maybe some might want to go into the guards, as you say, defence forces, alternative civil service position never mentioned was it not all was nothing college. at all um the only kind of assemblies that we had would have been represent representatives from um universities all around the country coming in to speak to us and i i i'm i i'm seeing now but looking back i think if you know someone from you know the guards defense forces other apprenticeships had come in that definitely would have sparked my interest i don't think looking back maybe university wasn't the best choice for me but it was all okay. i knew and and uh, yeah, we never got one one look into, you know, that side of things or just going straight into the workforce. And I definitely think that there's so many people that they, that are well suited for 
for paths that aren't university and I definitely think that needs to be explored more and encouraged more because university is not for everyone. I mean, I went to university for a year and then dropped out and had to start again, you know, and that wasted money and time that could have been prevented if maybe I had just been exposed to all the other options that are that are in front mm. of us, you know. Um, Podrick is on the line as well, Rebecca. You, you didn't find the leaving search cruel, Podrick? Uh, not at all, actually, no. Um, I mean, I'm yet to hear anyone really suggest a suitable alternative. Like, there's a lot of people quick to complain about the problems with the leaving search, mm. but there's, there's very little solutions being offered. I mean, Would you like, like the A-levels? You know, uh, the A-levels, is, for me, is too specific too early on. Like, when you're 15, 16, how can you have any idea whatsoever what you want to do? Like, I did a broad range of subjects for leaving cert. I had eight subjects in LCDP, and I had no clue what I wanted to do. But, but sure, do you not do that at junior open. cert anyway? You usually pick one or two. You know, you pick optional subjects, don't you? The non-core do, for the leaving cert. There's still the core subjects of your math, your English, your Irish, your... Um, your foreign language as well so it really does keep your options open I think it's a lot better than just picking three subjects and that's you then you're 15, 16 and you have those three subjects and there's nothing else you can do I think the fact that we study such a broad range of subjects for Leaving Cert is is maybe a disadvantage to students who don't have such a broad range of interests like myself I I personally had no real one real strong area and had a strong interest in everything so I didn't mind doing a broad range Mm. of subjects but Maybe there could be an option to specialise early and an option not to specialise um, is one possible way of going Probably about it. It would be hard from an academic perspective, I imagine, maybe for teach. you know, I, I don't know, maybe not. Interesting text in from um, listener Demo in Germany. Um, my daughter completed the German equivalent of the Leibniz this summer. It was a three-hour written exam and two oral exams, plus 40% continuous assessment. There were fewer subjects to a greater depth, much less stress than the leave insert and she got the results in three weeks. Already offered her uni place three weeks ago. I'm so happy that she didn't have to go through the leave insert. Would you have liked some element, Podrick, of continuous assessment? Well, we had elements of continuous assessments like um, leaving insert geography. There was a fieldwork project that was worth 10%. Um, like that was something that I found not particularly beneficial for the, for the amount of work that I had to put into it to only have 10% of 10%, the exam yeah. done before the day was, was really felt like it wasn't worth it. Um, and like, to be honest, if you're talking about stress, I think those continuous assessment um, elements are equally as stressful as the exam. I what? mean, they're less, slightly less important, but you still have to uh, go over it and go over it and have it perfect for when you're submitting it. Would that does bring stress. Would, would, would you agree with that, Rebecca? Um, I also did leave search geography and I found having the field assessment quite calming for someone who struggles with exams in general, having some kind of, you know, whether it was for Irish, having my oral done or having any kind of percentage going in was something that definitely helped me. Um, I, I do agree that I don't think there is any suitable kind of alternative has been suggested so far, but I think even in general, some of the the curriculums, Irish, for example, are completely outdated. So I think just modernising the system in general and just aiding the Leaving Cert system with just maybe having more resources in place for people to deal with stress, you know, mm. more access to, um, you know, help in that 
area or just more options, you know, maybe more practical subjects or more more encouragement going into, as I said, apprenticeships and stuff. But I I, I, I have to say I, I would prefer ha- having more continuous assessments. Continuous but assessment. then again, that, that, that was my opinion and I know plenty of people that would have had the same Yeah, it's interesting to hear both yourself and, and Podrick with, you know, um, totally different views on it. Is continuous assessment, um, Graeme, something you think that could form part of any reforms in the future? Well, there is, like as uh, Patrick mentioned, there is some level of There is some level, but, again, but I mean, at a gr- you yeah, know, they just to use the German comparison, at a greater level. Like. 10 to 25% of an exam, I think, is about, around about, that would cover most of the continuous assessment that exists. There isn't much uh, higher than that. Um, like I said, I mean, the evidence coming out at the moment from the way they have had the uh, CBAs in uh, junior search is suggesting that the continuous assessment has done nothing but stretch the stress out over a number of years. Um, one of the other speakers mentioned a minute ago, um, students having to pick subjects in first year that they've never done and all that kind of School can do that. My own school does that. Um, every student does every option in okay. first year. We do all of them. We spend half of the year doing one. Obviously, the choice, you do your course subjects. Yeah. Half of the year doing one half, half of the year doing the other half. And the end of first, at the end of first year, when you have a base in the actual subject, then you can pick what you actually okay, like. Yeah. And okay. There are ways to solve those kinds yeah. of things. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. Is the Leaving Cert exam cruel on students? We're talking about this today because the director of the Association of Principals uh, and Deputy Principals, Paul Crine, was talking about it earlier this morning. A lot of reaction from students, Leaving Cert students uh, and parents, even teachers as well, to this today. Neve is on the line. Neve, do you think the exam as it is is cruel? Um, I don't think it is cruel. I think it may be just a necessary part of education and um, maybe that could come from a privileged um, point of view for myself because I had gotten a lot of support with language exemptions, spelling and grammar exemptions and I got a reader to a room on my own. So I had available of all facilities that was available to me and anyone that was in my school that needed extra assistance in any way was able to receive that for the Leaving Cert, the Junior Cert, um, like I know for myself and anyone else who would avail of these things, doing your Christmas exams in first year was way more stressful than the Leaving Cert because we were able to be accommodated. Um, but I don't think the doing the exam is cruel. I don't think that's the correct word. Okay. Text in from a listener who says, at the end of the day, there are limited college places. Every system will suit some better than others. Another listener, my granddaughter did the Leaving Cert this year. She's very nervous about the results, hoping she will get the course she wants. I disagree with the Leaving Cert that it's too hard and too stressful for young people. I think every year they go to school, they should be given a medal. University should have entrance exams and no Leaving Cert, according to this listener. Do you think the Leaving Cert is cruel, Laura? Hi. Um, no, and I think a lot of that sort of language comes from people who possibly didn't do as well as they would have liked, to be quite honest. Okay. Um, and I do, I've heard Paul Crone mention this three-digit um, number that people attain when they get their Leaving Cert, like 600 points or 500 or whatever it is, and how basically meaningless or how trivial it is that your whole 14 years or 13 years of education comes down to this three-digit number. Mm. But, you know, when you look into that, actually, it represents a lot and it's very significant. It represents a lot of hard work, 
which is really important, um, and an ethic that's there. Generally, most students, you know, they don't pull it out of the bag on the day. It's a culmination of dedication and commitment and hard work. And, of course, some students don't need to work as hard as others, and that's okay as well. They don't need to be diminished either. But the results that you get, you know, it's something to be proud of for a start. It, it does represent a lot, a big achievement in a young person's life. Like, it is pressurising. There's no doubt about that. But as um, as another caller said earlier, you know, there are a lot of pressures in daily life, in everybody's life. It was actually, um, it was Graham, who, who is a secondary yeah. school teacher, he was making yeah. that point. And I funny, I, I see a couple of messages that come in too, actually, Laura from text. One, for instance, uh, here says, I totally agree with Graham. I run a business and I found that young people coming in for work, they actually aren't able for any stress or criticism. To have surgeons or lawyers or anybody in business if they can't handle pressure. So it's a really good, valuable lesson because it is pressure, but it's in a safe environment, let's say. And nowadays, like I, I've done two degrees myself, and so I did one when I was 18, and then I went back and did another one when I was about 30. And it was so interesting to see people coming back into education. I was one of the youngest on that degree, and the other older ones, they were they had done such diverse jobs and had such rich experiences behind them, but they were so interested in this particular topic mm. that they decided to pursue a degree in it, and they were going to change their careers then when they um, when they had the degree. And also, when I when I started my first uh, job, I was in a completely different profession to teaching, and so many people had come from again completely different backgrounds. Like okay. I was um, a chartered accountant, but yeah. he had played in the London Orchestra yeah. for five years. So they changed they the post-grad, I suppose, offer people an opportunity maybe to, to change direction. Would you agree, Chris, with Laura and her points about the Leaving Cert? Actually, I think um, I think the Leaving Cert is very stressful. It's easy to say, yes, that uh, those who do well um, will see it better, yes. But those who do well usually come from a good background that where where they actually ha- they actually have um, money to buy grinds. I mean, we have a That's huge grind. we have a huge grind community community in this country. If the teach if the teach if if we were actually supplying the teaching, grinds wouldn't be needed. But um, I mean, I think we have a problem. Um, one of the big problems is we we have compulsory uh, subjects for the leaving cert. There should be no compulsory subjects for the leaving cert. So we even get rid of some of the core subjects. Well, you do, at the end of the day, why do you, why do you need them for for leaving cert if you're not going to be using them afterwards? Your your junior cert maths and and English and Irish should should cover you for the rest of your life. Is it enough, Laura? Was it? The junior cert compulsory subjects. Um, I, I, I'm actually really proud of the fact that students here continue with maths and English and Irish, obviously as well, up until eighteen. Because if you look at England, say, and I know I was reading an article about Prince Harry and Prince William, like they just studied art and geography up until they were eighteen. Like that's ridiculously in an education system with that narrow a knowledge base and also maths and English say yeah okay you mightn't ever come across Shakespeare or calculus ever again but it's skills that it gives you it's analytical skills, computational logistical, even perseverance you know continuing with those studies when they're difficult it gives you all those skills which are invaluable then when you go on and you know when you're older 
Chris, do you agree with perhaps, you know, uh, getting rid of some compulsory subjects for leaving cert? For leaving cert. Say that again, Chris? Why do we need three different match categories for leaving cert? Why have why do we bring in um, a, a very low qualifying match at the at the end of it? You you have you have your you have your uh, honours, you have your pass, and then then you have a low a lower standard again, just to get kids through it. I mean, these kids are struggling, and yet we're going to force them. To, to do a match just to just to say mm. to, to say I mean that's ridiculous. I'd have been in that. I would have been in that category. Yeah, but I'm sorry, but I mean, at the end of the day, why then are they being forced to use up time that they could be using on another subject just to, just to get them through? That's that's that's, that's absolutely ridiculous. So I get mean, rid of. I, I, so I, what is it that you're saying then? What I'm, what I'm saying is that you shouldn't have compulsory subjects at the end of it. Uh, there's a lot of people where, where junior cert maths is enough for them. If you want to keep maths on, keep mm. it on. But, I mean, you should not be forcing kids to fit a subject that they're not qualified yeah, to see. But I still, get, I still have nightmares thinking about, <laughs> thinking about, the, ma- thinking about the maths exam. Um, and 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 there been a very real prospect, a very real prospect that I might have failed past maths. I was absolutely, absolutely atrocious at it, and the amount of time it took <laughs> to, and working. And in fairness, my teacher was great, and she used to bring me in at lunchtime and give me you know extra time. And I remember at the end, you know, just before after the mocks must have been before the exam. I remember her saying to me at the time, it was you had part A, B, and C, and I remember she just said to me, Andrea, you don't, you just forget about C. Completely forget about part C. Don't even attempt it. You just go in and you do. If you do all the A's and all the part B's and you get them right, you'll pass the maths exam. And I, I remember getting a D one in past maths, and that was a was a very it was a huge achievement given the couple of months that had gone in beforehand. So I I take your point around that, but I suppose a lot of that comes back to getting. It's for a lot of the colleges you need so the core subjects, isn't that the reason really, Laura? Why uh, it was not why, but but that is a part of it. There are certain core subjects that are required yeah, to pass for... It's the skills that it uh, cultivates in people, like, say, the study of English. As I said, you might never come across Shakespeare again, but you need to know how to analyse things, to be able to think for yourself, to be able to critically evaluate things. The same with math as well. It has those analytical skills which are imperative for adults. We can't have a society full of adults who can't think for themselves. Tom, what about you? Is the leaving sir cruel? Taking the car, but um, I'm not specifically talking about the uh, the leaving cert. But in general, I think continuous assessment is a far fairer way of assessing people's abilities. Uh, you know, with the with the with the different subjects. Um, I, for instance, I was educated back in the fifties and sixties, and I was unfortunate enough. No more, just like yourself, Andrea, I was very bad at maths. It just didn't make sense to me. But you were fortunate you had the teacher who took you under the wing. Well, she was brilliant. She was absolutely brilliant, yeah. I had a teacher who abused me physically and verbally for not understanding math. And to this day, now I was in construction, I've been in construction all my life, because I ended up doing an apprenticeship because the pressure of the exams, just I just couldn't cope, do you know? But um, all through my life in construction, I've had to use mathematics, and I, I still struggle with it. Mm. It's, it still doesn't make sense to me. And I think people in that position are very reluctant to own up because you appear stupid. 
we did back in the day, back in the 50s. To, yeah, to, to say, I'm struggling with this. Oh, you weren't listened to. You were left. I, I got no help. And I do know from life experience now that I would have enjoyed Matt if the time had been taken to through, lead yeah. me into it, yeah. you know. And I, I know now the teaching, the teaching methods now are terrific because, I mean, my own kids, my own grandkids, they absolutely love school. I hated school from the day I started till the day I left. And it was down to the, you know, it was down to the way things are taught. Languages, I was brilliant at languages, but nobody cared about languages. It was about maths and Irish. A different time. Oh, big time, yeah. Like, and, and I think to a certain degree, that attitude still prevails. Not with all okay. teachers, yeah. you know. But I'm listening to people, younger people that I do have, because I ran the scouts here in town for a long time, and listening to the kids talking about school. And there are still teachers there who have no time for kids who do not understand the subject and will not take the time to explain it. And it holds an awful lot of people back. Ben wants to join us um, as well on this. Ben, what's your thoughts about the, the leave insert and whether it's outdated and need a um, reform? Well, I do believe examination is important and being tested is important. But the first point I had was just refusing to think about um, people doing well and having money for grinds and things like that. I didn't have money for grinds or anything like that. And I went through... Um, um, a mental health struggle throughout TY and fifth year to the point that I wasn't really attending school very much. Okay. Um, and thankfully, you know, I pulled myself through it with the aid of different services and whatnot and my own kind of determination. I knew that I wanted to do well in the leaving cert, but I didn't have the money for grinds or anything like that, and I did well. Um, I think it was quite nerve-wracking for me. Um, I do believe the core subjects are important to keep as they are, but specifically Irish, I believe the focal point needs to be on more conversational. Uh, I do believe the oral deserves mm-hmm. more weighting. Um, and the other biggest factor, I think, surrounding the leave insert, the biggest issue is rote learning. Rote learning doesn't apply in any other aspect of life. No one anywhere is going to say, learn off 100 facts and go in have no books, no research, no resources, no nothing, close your eyes and write them down. There's no other real avenue in life where you just have to memorise large volumes of information and splurge it back out. There's a lack of creativity, there's a lack of innovation, and there's a lack of initiative. Mm. And I think it becomes a bit of a shock, especially to students starting university when they come straight out of the leaving cert. And every single lecturer is telling them, if you plagiarise, you will be punished. If you copy things down, you will be penalised. You cannot do that. You need to create your own thoughts. You need to create your own initiative. You need to write your own assignments. You need to not just copy what you're reading from a textbook. You're not just copy down facts. And I, I just believe it's very ill-equipped and okay. very ill-prepared. I do believe rote learning is definitely one of the biggest problems biggest with the problem. leaving well, well, design. Would you agree with that? Would you agree with that, Brian? Uh no, not really, because um, on a lot of levels, I don't agree with it. I, I, I do believe, though, that with the introduction of AI, okay, I mean, that's a, whole, that's a complete game changer. And there's, there's never been as, mu- as much of a need for sit-down exams as there is now. You know, um, AI has, has completely changed the lands- landscape of, of continuous assessment because it's despotic. 
So it's really a big challenge for schools and universities. Are you there, Angela? Oh, I am indeed, yeah. 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 Okay, so what I'm saying is that I think myself that, you know, stress is a part of life. Life is cruel, whether we like it or not, right? Competition is part of life. And I'm not just lecturing here, but I much, much prefer examinations like the leading cert than the SATS exam, which they have in America, which really I can't get my head around yeah. it at all. Uh, they have that for universities. And if you're not good at doing SATS, forget it. Um, I personally am not good at it, but I'm very good at um, other examinations. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. I think there's more need for sit down now than there's ever been. Yeah, and have a, and have a look at and have a look at how we're doing. I see a text in from Caroline. My background is in psychology, and I work in HR. I'm very supportive of mental well-being, etc. But we've gone too far. Life brings stress. So we need to teach young people coping skills and not bubble wrap them. I see it all the time. Younger people now just can't cope with any stress and a lack of resilience. The leaving cert means showing up. Uh, over time, managing your time, taking ownership of your results. It's all vital skills. We need to stop underestimating young people and teach them to get on with it. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.